Welcome to Spiritual Basics Podcast. We are a bi-monthly podcast designed to teach the searchers, seekers, and spiritually curious the basics of metaphysics and new thought. My name is Jen Merkel. And I'm April Darley. Hey, Miss April. I'm waiting for you. Sing our jingle. Spiritual Basics Podcast. Basic info, but we're, we're not, not basic, basic bitches. bitches. All right. Woo-hoo. That's right. We definitely need to get t-shirts with that on it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Actually, uh, we should get like business cards with that on it too. <laughs> of course. Right? You're in charge of marketing. So <sighs> let's make that happen. <laughs> yeah, I'll get right on that. Uh, Jen, you guys, Jen does such a good job on SBB marketing. Um, that's her jam. Yay, Jen. I do marketing, Miss Leap. That's like all I do is marketing. Sometimes I'm like tired of doing marketing. I need a break. Gil, you need two snaps up. (laughs) Three snaps in a circle. Oh, yeah. So today our episode is all about the Zodiac. So uh, April, tell me your Zodiac story. OMG, as you know, I love the Zodiac. It is my jam. I am totes my goats excited to do this episode. Me too. I, man, I I think all my interest in metaphysical stuff sort of really happened almost like all at once. And I can't even tell you, it just feels like I have been doing metaphysical stuff for my whole life, Mm -hmm. but I, I can't tell you the first time I ran my chart, but I will tell you that when I just started to delve into the particulars of my chart, to kind of understand myself, my personality, it really was so eye-opening and it made so much sense and it explained so much about why I do the things I do and it's helped me in terms of um, making me feel less weird, right? Because it's (laughs) like, oh, this is why I do what I do. Mm -hmm. It sometimes helps me with blocks because your chart will point out where you have troubles and blocks where you need to maybe work a little harder to overcome those challenges. Very true, yeah love that stuff. It's mm-hmm. a deep rabbit hole for me. Like I can lose hours of a day doing Zodiac stuff. <laughs> I think for me, it, the first time, I can't remember the first time I was interested into the Zodiac or horoscopes, but I do remember being a child and getting the paper and looking at my horoscope because I knew I was an Aquarius and I wanted to know what was in store for me. It's something that I identified Mm -hmm. with, you know, even though back then I thought of it more as like a superstition kind of thing, Mm -hmm. you know, like uh, if I spilled salt, I put it over my shoulder or whatever. My Mm -hmm. mom and even more so my grandmother were kind of superstitious people. I think it was my mom that even first talked about the Zodiac with me and us kids and stuff. And she's not really into that or anything, but I just remember all that. Like I can remember even like tearing out the paper. Like if it was a good Zodiac, I'd tear it, tear it <laughs> out and put it up on my mirror or something. Nice. And so it's funny, but I didn't really get into anything metaphysical until about five or six years ago. And Zodiac is one of the basic things, like everybody knows about the, the Zodiac, you know, like you, it's mm-hmm. hard to find somebody who doesn't know what their sign is. Yes. But, um, you know, a lot of people might not know what the collective consciousness is or stuff like that. That's a little more right. complicated, but Zodiac is pretty basic. One thing 
I will say is that I've really gotten to learn a lot more about the Zodiac lately. A lot of it is because of my association with you. Like I knew I was an Aquarius, but I didn't really know what that represented. I didn't oh. know, you know, the traits, what it meant. And the more you told me and the more I read up on it and the more I read my own horoscope, I'm like, oh yeah, that is kind of me. So <laughs> you were yes. actually the catalyst into my knowledge about Oh, the Zodiac, and here we are doing a whole show about it. So I love it's it. exciting stuff. Cor- corrupting minds all across oh, America. Thank you, Miss April, it. for gifting <laughs> me with the power of the Zodiac. Fantastic. Cool. And one thing I wish would come back on the dating scene is what's your sign as the opening question. It's like, hey, oh, baby, what's your sign? Okay. I have to tell you something. <laughs> so it. you know that I, I'm single and mm-hmm. I've kind of played around with dating apps here and there and I gave up on them mostly. But just the other day, I found it a, a new one and it's free. And I thought, meh, why not? I got nothing to do right now. So <laughs> I um, was looking and one of the questions they ask is, what is your zodiac sign? Nice. And you know, you don't have to put it, that you, but mm-hmm. um, one of the other questions, they, they have optional questions. And one of those questions is how important is is it that your partner has a compatible Zodiac sign? I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Of course I put yes. yes. You know, it's important. Eight out of 10. <laughs> and so it's funny because sometimes when I see a match, most of the guys, they're like, no, it's not important. No, no, no. But once in a while I'll see a yes, I'm like, oh, these are Ooh, my people. Ding, 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 ding. I know. Yes. And it also notes like spiritual, but not religious, you know? Like, oh, yes. Mm, that's all right. So it's yeah. pretty, it's pretty interesting. Um, but it's it. funny too, because sometimes I'll see a Zodiac sign. I'll be like, what? That's such and such. Oh no. I'm passing that one. Swipe <laughs> left. <laughs> I don't need none I of that know. crazy. <laughs> oh, I hear you. There are some signs that I am so attracted to, but yes. when I ask the question, I will cheesy straight up ask you probably in the first 10 minutes of conversation, if I'm really interested, what is your sign? And if you tell me certain signs, I'll be like, oh, you are, you are fling potential. You know, it's like you are a fling potential, but you are not long-term potential. And Uh, you know what would be cool if we did um, a show? You know how some of those talk shows do? It's like, who would you date? mm. Who would you fling? And who would you marry? Oh, yeah. Yeah, date, fling, marry. Um, (laughs) Fling, okay. Yeah, I'm I'm saying that nice because we're- It's the G-rated version. It's the G. You can substitute your favorite F word there. Um, (laughs) But yeah, I was like, oh, that would be- that would be interesting to do because <laughs> every, everybody's got their favorites. If you know Zodiac signs, you've got your yeah. favorites. You've got your favorites that are your friends, your favorites that are your lovers. Um, yeah, and, and a lot of it has to do with your own Zodiac sign and how compatible your sign is. Mm-hmm. So, And it's not just about your sun sign either, which we're going to talk about in a minute. All right. So before we kind of jump into signs, uh, Let's talk about if you have no idea where to start, even looking to, to a chart, we've got some resources for you. So sometimes the astrological charts are called natal charts, birth charts, or astrological charts. So these may all refer to the same things. And a couple of resources that we have for you is, Jen actually introduced me to this one and I thought it was really good. It's astro-seek.com. So astro-seek.com. And that one I thought was pretty unique in that it had a couple of things you don't see on charts normally. And I liked uh, ALAB, so it's A-L-A-B as in boy E.com, or there's cafeastrology.com. And we will note that for you as well. 
Yeah, that'll be, I'll make sure I drop the links in the description. So if you're looking at this, you might want to pause and look that up because we're not just talking about your sun sign here. So speaking of sun sign, that's the astrological sign you're most familiar with. So when that 70s cheesy pickup line, what sign are you? That's the sign that you were born under. So for me, it's Taurus and for Jen, it's an Aquarius. And the sun sign represents your identity and almost like what you are trying to become, what you spend your whole life really trying to become the elements of that sign. So it's what drives you, your life experience, your individuality, and who you are going to almost grow into. Your moon sign is also a very important sign, and that is your hidden self, because you know the moon is about the hidden, the subconscious. It's also about your emotions and how you react in situations. And April is an Aries moon, and I am a Libra moon. And then we get to what's called your rising sign or your ascendant. So whenever you do a natal chart or a birth chart, you do need to know your time and place of birth for the most accurate results. And based on that time and place of birth, there will be a sign that was on the eastern horizon at your time of birth, and that represents how the world sees you. If you were to show a mask to the world, to someone who doesn't know you very well, this is how you're going to come across. And it represents your physical energy, your outer and inner energies coming together, and how you project yourself outward socially. So how you're perceived by others. And this sometimes gets the name bait and switch. So for example, Jen and I, we're both Leo rising, Mm -hmm. right? But I am a Taurus. That's my sun sign. So to other people who don't know me very well, I'm going to come across as super outgoing, extroverted, large and in charge. But then when you know me, like Jen knows me, it's like, no, she's a Taurus. I can't get her to leave the house. (laughs) She's in her jammies watching Netflix and she doesn't want to talk to anybody. (laughs) Um, so that's the bait Sounds and switch. Like answer also, actually, yeah, right? But... I, well, I know. <laughs> so, so similar. But that's the bait and switch. So if you've ever dated anybody and they've come across as one way, and then you're like, what happened to you after a few weeks? <laughs> it could be this bait and switch going on. I also think sometimes it's how you project yourself, right? So it's how you make a first impression. So for me, with being Leo rising, I want people to... I I mean, naturally, I want people to be attracted to me, like my personality. I want them to like me. I want to seem outgoing and all that kind of stuff. And when you really get to know me, there's a lot more to me. And that's where my Aquarius side comes in. So I think of it again as like, you know, your first impression that you make with people. It's not that it's not you. When you say bait and switch to me, it almost seems like I'm baiting you and then I'm going to switch it to something else that's being deceptive. But that's really not what it is because all three of these signs really are part of you. They're just kind of different parts of your personality. Right. And remember the rising is if they don't know you very well. And once they get to know you, they'll realize, oh, there's some strong elements about your sun sign in there. So it's not just what they saw on the surface. Mm -hmm, For sure. So a couple little notes here before we get into the specifics. This is only an overview, just the tip of the iceberg. We could do an entire podcast for years and years about astrology and the zodiac, but we want just want to give you a background, kind of just some little things so that you can understand the signs a little bit better. And also the dates that we're listing, we are going to talk about the different dates. They're for the sun sign. 
So we're basing this all on sun sign, uh, but also these can change year to year because they're based on when the sun enters the sign. So it enters, it's kind of like a moon phase, it enters at different times of the day, sometimes different days. And um, so when you, so you might think of yourself as one sign, but when you actually look at the time, you know, using one of those resources we talked about, it might show that you're a different sign. And one example is my brother, when he was born, he was born on March 20th. I remember my mom, again, heading back to my mom saying, oh, he's a Pisces. So I'm like, okay, great. He's a Pisces. I grew up all my life thinking he was a Pisces. And then I just thought about it, like just even a couple months ago, I'm like, you know, he does not act like a Pisces. He seems more like an Aries. And then I'm like, you know what? Aries is right next to Pisces. And I looked and I found out from my mom what his birth time was. And I looked it up and sure enough, he was an Aries. If he was born three hours earlier, he would have been a Pisces. So right there, that's, you know, goes to show that I'm sure he, he's not into astrology. He probably thinks he's in a, <laughs> he's a Pisces, but if we ever have a conversation about it, I'm going to say, I'll tell him, nope, nope. You're, you're an Aries dude. Aries buddy. And there's actually a special term that's given to people that straddle the edge of signs like that. It's called the cusp. And those people may actually display characteristics from both signs. So if you, mm-hmm. if you are on the edge or the cusp and you feel like you don't fit and one sign or the other, that could explain a little bit why. Now, there are 12 astrological signs, and they're number one through 12, and it doesn't start in January, just like our calendar year starts. It starts by season, and we tend to group them in elements because there is fire, earth, air, and water, and the astrological signs are numbered like that. So the first is Aries, which is a fire sign, then you go Taurus, Earth, and so on. It's, so it's fire, Earth, air, and water. We're not doing this in order. We're going to group it by the elements. We thought it would be easier because of the common traits that they have together. So we're going to be putting the dates and everything. But just so you know, we're not doing it in order. The, the elements are like every three, or sorry, every four signs anyway. So mm-hmm. Yes. So as Jen mentioned, we are grouping them by elements. So we will be presenting you all of the signs all the fire signs, then all the earth, air, and water, and so on. So the fire signs, I love them as friends, and I need them in my life. So they are spontaneous, intuitive, passionate, um, independent, sometimes impulsive and adventurous. If you are familiar with tarot, it's like the wands, right? These are action-oriented people, and all of these signs represent the go, go, go signs of the Zodiac. They are in movement. So the first one is Aries and that begins March 21st to April 19th. And that is the sign of the Ram. And as the first sign of the Zodiac, if you look at signs one through 12 as a journey, Aries tends to be almost like an infant, but it's also known as the warrior of the Zodiac because these people are very brave and they are the first ones to rush in if a task needs to be done, if there's a battle to be met. The Aries are, are very strong, they're very brave. Now, they may have a temper, but they don't hold grudges. So it's sort of like a quick flash temper. There's a quick burst of it and then they're done with it. So they don't let their temper or their anger linger because they're going to move on to the next project, the next thing. And speaking of projects, Aries are amazing at starting projects, but they don't always follow through because their patience is a little bit thin. So some celebrity examples are Robert Downey Jr., 
Lady Gaga, Shannon Doherty, and Sarah Jessica Parker. If you're older like me, back in the Beverly Hills 90210 days, Shannon Doherty had a bit of a temper. She was known as a diva and a hothead. She was always in the news for like antagonizing paparazzi and Lady Gaga, right? She's no stranger to controversy. And nor just, is Robert Downey Jr. Nor is right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you think about the play hard, party hard. These are very much Aries. And as we go on to Leo, super dupery, love them. They are the star of the Zodiac. So Leos are ruled by the sun. And that's what makes them the king of the Zodiac, the star of the Zodiac. And sometimes Leo, they're a showman. And it's their world and the rest of us just live here. I had a Leo client today and he was like, I don't like it when I don't get what I want. And that can be very much a a Leo thing, right? But they just command attention when they walk into a room. They're super social. And I have to say, Leos are some of the most generous people that I have ever met in my entire life. Like they will give you the shirt off their back Mm -hmm. and, and really be supportive. So they are just so adventurous. And Leos take special care with their personal parents as well, especially with their hair. The Leos, how they appear to others is really important to them. So that's why they spend a lot of time on their outward appearance. I think sometimes they're misunderstood. People think that they're vain and maybe they can be. They want to make sure that they present themselves in the best light and also because Mm -hmm. they're in the limelight so much. So that's Mm -hmm. naturally what they want to do. Also, you won't usually find a Leo who is a romantic partner with someone who is not on their level as far as looks go. Like they're not going to date someone who's really hot, like a lot hotter than them because that makes them look bad. But mm-hmm. they're also not going to date someone who's like way below them on the look scale or the attractiveness scale because that also not, doesn't put them in the best light. So you right. usually find that they're pretty equal about that. Right. And they have such a dominant forceful personality. And as I mentioned, the Leo, it's the lion. So their lion's mane, their mm-hmm. hair it tends to be a really kind of a, a highlight for them. So they may dye it frequently. And um, some celebrities are Jason Momoa. Ooh, Jason Momoa. You know, he's got a beautiful lion's mane. Mm-hmm. He's got a lot him. of beautiful things. He yes. does, right? <laughs> Jennifer Lopez and yep. Madonna and Mick Jagger. They've just got that star quality. They're all Leos. And when you think about them, you think, wow, they're just, they've got that magnetism and charisma that Leos have. Absolutely. And then the final fire sign is Sagittarius. So I find Sagittarius is so attractive. I was telling Jen earlier, they would be my super fling sign, but they are the philosopher and the adventurer of the Zodiac. So they are your wanderers. They don't like to stay still and they're your wild child. So you're going to find these at music festivals and um, they're the one, honestly, they're the kids that might be dropping acid, you know, and Molly at a rave just because they're so free. So they're almost fairy-like in their freedom with their sexual expression, but they're also super wise. So they're able to kind of straddle this sage and wild child at the same time. And they're huge flirts, Mm -hmm. but they have some issues with commitment. So there was an article that came back many years ago. Sagittarius is the number one sign that would most likely cheat on you. They 
do have issues with commitment or anything that would impinge on their freedom. So freedom is super important to them. And they might view committed long-term relationships as uh, you trying to lock them down and they may rebel against that. So some celebrities are Taylor Swift, Brad Pitt, Jay-Z, DJ Khaled, typical club kid, right? And then Miley Cyrus. To me, she was like smack bang, dead on. Miley Cyrus <laughs> is the epitome of a Sagittarius. Like a wrecking ball, for sure. Like a wrecking ball, man, because she's you just can't predict what Miley's going to do. And then Sagittarius, their dates are November 21st through December 21st. They're symbolized by the archer or the bow and arrow. Yes, a centaur. Sagittarius, often mm-hmm. you might see them as a centaur as well. So for the earth signs... They are reliable, stable, practical. They are your best friend type material, trustworthy, hard workers, conservative, a tad bit materialistic, <laughs> and rigid. So they are much more rigid in, than the fire signs, and they're not as bold or adventurous as the fire signs. But the fact that they're rigid just goes along with being stable and reliable and practical. Yeah. I mean, it's all part it, of the package. It is. Earth, you want the earth to support you, and that's definitely what your earth signs do. The first earth sign is Taurus, so that's April 20th to May 21st, and it is the bull, and that's my sun sign. Woo! Woo-hoo. I own this, that I am really stubborn, right? (laughs) I am not going to make no two bones about it. So Taurus is typically, stereotypically known for a few things, that we're stubborn, we love food, and we love luxury and could potentially be lazy. (laughs) The thing with Taurus is because they're the second sign of the Zodiac, think of them like a toddler at times, is a toddler is learning to explore their world by their senses. So they want stuff that feels good, tastes good, looks good. So that's why Taurus is all about the luxury because it's a very sensual sign. And Taurus, although it gets a reputation for being lazy, they're only selectively lazy. Taurus is also known as a hard worker, which sounds pretty contradictory, but Taurus will work very hard for things that they are passionate about. And they're only lazy when it comes to something that doesn't matter to them or they don't care. And one of the reasons Taurus works so hard is because they need to buy the luxury thing. And they are ruled by the planet Venus, which is all about beauty and finances. So Taurus is the money sign of the Zodiac, and they're very good at manifesting that money when they need it. Some celebrities are Queen Elizabeth II, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, Adele and Kelly Clarkson. So Tauruses also have this reputation for being the best friend and a trustworthy friend. And if you think about Kelly Clarkson, don't you just want Kelly Clarkson in your life? He's the cutest little freaking thing. And so I think she's a pretty good example of a Taurus. And Taurus is symbolized by the bull. I don't remember if that was mentioned or not. All right. Next, we've got Virgo, which is August 22nd to September 22nd. Its ruling planet is Mercury, and its symbol is the Virgin. Virgos are very concerned with perfection and order. So some people think the Virgos can be a little bit nitpicky, but the Virgos just like a system 
it's, it's that structured ordered earth sign. They like a system and they like things to be done a particular way, but they're also super conscious about social and global causes. They're also known as the social worker of the Zodiac because they are very kind and caring and they want things a lot like Libra. They want things to be fair and they want things to work. They know that rules make things work. So they would like you to be a rule follower. Mm-hmm. And they don't necessarily like it when things are out of order. But as a consequence, they might overanalyze and criticize others for not doing things perfectly or the way they think it should be done. And some examples of celebrities are Beyonce, Jimmy Fallon, Stephen King, and Keanu Reeves. So Keanu Reeves is my celebrity crush, which is why I put him in here. But <laughs> if you think about Keanu, he is known in the media for being super nice and for being extremely charitable. He has donated millions to children's charities. He's well known on the set for knowing every single crew member's name and then giving them bonuses. And he's just your everyday guy. And he's, that's, that's Virgo too. Nice. And the final earth sign is Capricorn. Some people portray this as the mountain goat, but originally it was the sea goat. And it's, December 21st through January 18th, its ruling planet is Saturn. So Capricorn is known as the CEO of the Zodiac. And more CEOs are Capricorns than any other sign because of their extreme work ethic and dedication. Because Capricorns are ruled by Saturn, there is this superstition that Capricorns are born with more karma than other signs and they became Capricorns because they needed to work through that karma. So instead of the um, life being all about the journey, for Capricorns, it really is about the destination. So it's almost like they really thrive on those challenges. It's like if you look at Capricorn as if it were a mountain goat, it's going to plug away and climb that mountain. And when it gets to the top of the mountain, Capricorns may actually look around at what they see and then decide that they don't want to be where they're at and they need to go find a new mountain to climb. So that's one of the reasons that it seems like Capricorn is always working and they're always trying to tackle challenges is because in some way they're unsatisfied with the destination that they work so hard to get to. And Capricorn is sort of famous for only socializing or dating with people who can advance their goals. Like they would be more likely to to date the secretary of someone in their company versus the barista at the coffee shop down the street because they know that that person may have connections to get them even higher. So some people don't like that about Capricorn, but they are very hard workers and they keep their eye on the prize at all times. Some celebrities of Capricorns were Joan of Arc, Martin Luther King Jr., Michelle Obama, and Betty White. So on to the air signs. Common traits of the air signs are that they're knowledgeable, authentic, inquisitive. They can be very rational and ideological, philosophical. They are also quite often optimistic, but they can also sometimes seem a bit detached. The first air sign is Gemini, and the dates of Gemini are May 20th to June 20th, and it is ruled by Mercury, 
which is the planet of communication, and they're symbolized by the twins. Gemini, like twins, they're a duality. There's two sides to them. They are very adaptable because of that, but they can also make them unreliable and sometimes even seem contradictory because they can sometimes switch their opinions or change the way they think about things. And it can be kind of hard to keep up with them sometimes. And some people might get frustrated. Uh, short attention span sometimes, um, but they do love to talk and they're really good at it. Again, with Mercury being their ruling planet, the planet of communication, talking about things, especially anything intellectual where they can learn their information seekers. They also have a really good gift about analyzing people quickly. And because of that, they tend to know which buttons to push. So they're the ones that can be shit stirs, you know, if they want to be. Not all Geminis are like this, obviously, but sometimes they want to, you know, kind of push those buttons. They do need mental stimulation in romantic relationships. So if you're romantically involved with a Gemini, make sure that you are talking about knowledgeable things and giving them some mental stimulation. Geminis are known as the chameleon of the Zodiac too. So they really do have this amazing ability to walk into a room, analyze what the room is missing and sort of become that. So you'll find that a lot of actors are are Geminis. I think we didn't look this up, but I think Angelina Jolie might be. Well, on our list, we have Colin Farrell and Leah Romini and, you know, she's an actress, but she is, you know, I mean, if you know some of the work she's done recently about the church she was involved in, she's kind of stirring up trouble that way. Not that it's not warranted, but um, another one who's a Gemini is Donald Trump. You know, he's definitely that kind of person that likes to stir things up. Then getting to the next sign, we have Libra and Libra's dates are September 23rd to October 23rd. Their ruling planet is Venus and they're represented by the scale. They are calm and composed, very balanced. Again, being represented by the scale, they keep things balanced. They like balance in situations and they tend to be peacemakers and negotiators, very diplomatic and they like justice. If you have a group of friends and you're maybe having a disagreement with one of them and you know there's that one friend who comes in and always tries to be the peacemaker, then that person is probably a Libra. And actually I have a friend that's that perfect example. She is the Switzerland of the Zodiac. That's what Libra is. But they are forgiving and they give others the benefit of the doubt. They tend to assume that people have good intentions. On the flip side, though, even though they try to keep things balanced, sometimes that causes them to be indecisive when they're pulled to both sides. And they do also sometimes avoid confrontation because they want everything to be fair and sometimes it just can't be. They do sometimes overthink or overanalyze things and they are definitely more focused on others and the greater good than the self. So if they're trying to solve a problem or a situation, they're going to look and see what is the solution that's going to benefit everybody. What's the best situation for the greater good? And that's the side there's, they're going to be on. Now, because they put others first so much, sometimes they do neglect their own needs, but they do make good and loyal partners, and they really love being in committed relationships like marriages. So if you're married to a Libra, you'll probably be married to a Libra for a long, long time. (laughs) Single Libras 
have a lot of angst because it is the scale, the balance. So they are kind of looking for their balance and you are absolutely right that they just love to be in committed relationships. So they're kind of looking for that other half. And some of the celebrities that are Libras include John Lennon, Mahatma Gandhi, and Margaret Thatcher, all good examples of Libras. So the next sign we're talking about is my sun sign, Aquarius. And the dates for Aquarius are January 19th through February 18th. It is ruled by Uranus and it's symbolized by the water bearer. And this actually came about because it represents pouring of information and spiritual knowledge. And back in older times, people would meet at the well. So that's where that water bearer symbolism came from for Aquarius. Uh, Aquarians are idea people. They're innovative, original. They can be very eccentric. They love being nonconformist, being different. They're comfortable being weird because they want to be themselves and, you know, they're just cool with being something different. They're unique. Because of this, they also tend to be non-judgmental. So if you have an Aquarius friend, they're probably not going to judge you for stuff. They also can be analytical and intellectual as well. They really love deep philosophical conversations. As a matter of fact, when April and I first became friends, that's all we had. And we still do sometimes, but <laughs> we would spend hours and hours just talking about the deepest philosophical things. And I thought it was the most amazing thing in the world. So <laughs> my Mercury's need- in Gemini, just in case you were wondering. <laughs> that's why I like to talk about intellectual things. So it's a perfect friendship in that yes. regard. <laughs> I need Aquarius friends in my life. Because a few, yeah, as a Taurus, I sometimes get stuck in this linear thought pattern. And the beauty of having Aquarius friends in your life is because they are the inventors of the zodiac. And when you present them with a problem, they know all the potential solutions to a problem and they can tell you exactly ones which ones are not going to work. And I love that as a Taurus because sometimes I get stuck in the box, but they have no box, right? So, <laughs> That's true. We see yeah. a lot of possibilities, very outward focused, but sometimes because we see those possibilities, for that reason, we hate limitations. We don't want people telling us what to do or how to do it. Don't, don't fence me in, man. <laughs> don't tell me, you know what? I'll have me happy to help you with something, but don't tell me how to do it. I know how to do it or I'm going to figure it out myself. <laughs> this is truth. Yeah. I, I now have several Aquarian friends in my life and that is true of all y'all, right? It's like, don't tell me how to do it. You guys got a maverick. It's like, <laughs> I will do it or I will figure it out. Aquarians are also known as humanitarians. They usually are very involved or stick up for causes, especially environmental causes. And some famous Aquarians include Oprah Winfrey and Ellen DeGeneres. So now we move on to water signs. And water signs, they're all about emotions. They're very compassionate and sensitive. They're also very sensual, very fluid, right? And they can also be very imaginative and impulsive. Now, sometimes they also can be manipulative because they're really good at appealing to your emotions because they're ruled by emotions. They can quickly understand what you're emotional about and use that to manipulate you. And I'm not, again, not saying they always do that, but that's just one of their hidden talents. (laughs) The first water sign is cancer, and that is June 20th 
through July 22nd. It's ruled by the moon, which is also a very emotional thing. So this is like super emotional uh, and it's characterized by the crab. So like a crab, cancers have a shell to protect their soft insides. They definitely are about self-protection, but that also sometimes blocks others out. And like a crab's shell is its home, a cancer loves to focus on their home. It's their place of safety and comfort. They also make really great decorators. So if you have a friend who is a cancer, they, you know, ask them to come to your apartment if you need some decorating help because they are going to do it up perfectly for you. They can also be moody again because of those emotions coming through. And for them, when they're in a relationship, feelings are the most important aspects. But they are very compassionate and caring, and they do stick up for others. They're the kind of person that might fight a bully bigger than them because they feel like that bully's picking on someone smaller than them. Uh, again, they're ruled by the moon. And because of this, they are often affected by moon phases as well. So if you're a cancer, you might find that when there's a full moon, you might be all kind of loopy and ungrounded. So it might be more important for you to know how to manage the moon phases. And then some of the celebrities that we have on our list uh, that are good cancers, are good examples of cancers, are the Dalai Lama, the current Dalai Lama, Princess Diana, and Kristen Bell. So our next water sign is Scorpio, and that is October 23rd through November 21st. It's ruled by Mars and Pluto and characterized by the scorpion. Scorpios are known for being very passionate, sensual, they're also very assertive and determined, and they can be quite intense. They are highly emotional, and in a relationship, they can be pretty suspicious and jealous. They really hate deception. Emotional and physical intimacy is important to them in a relationship. So both sides, uh, really, they need a partner who they can trust and they need time to build that trust. So sometimes they can be slow to commit. If you hurt them, it might take them a long time to forgive you. If ever, they definitely will hold a grudge. So Scorpio is also known as the secret keeper. So that can make it hard for them to open up to you as a romantic partner because they're so used to keeping things hidden and down deep below the surface. So that can make getting to know a, a Scorpio sort of challenging, even as a friend, because you're never quite sure. They seem a little mysterious and, you know, alluring. Scorpios are very alluring, but they, they're they uh, tough cookies. Yeah. And I think when you say about the secret keeper and stuff, I think part of that too has to do with trust. You know, they don't want to expose themselves because, they need to build up your trust. But once they do, they can be good friends. They can be, because you know what? They'll keep your secrets. So it's if true. you can get the trust of a Scorpio as a friend, then uh, you're good to go. As long as you don't cross them and then you're screwed. <laughs> yes, right? You are, for real. Change they your hold phone a grudge. number, lock your doors. <laughs> yeah, they are grudge holders, for realsy reals. Um, uh, some of the celebrities that are Scorpios are Whoopi Goldberg, Katy Perry, and Adam Driver. 
our final water sign, which is also our final sign for this evening, and the final sign of the zodiac is Pisces. And the date for Pisces is February 18th through March 20th. And they are ruled by Jupiter and Neptune, and they are symbolized by the fish. They are very musical and artistic, and they get that from their Neptune influence. They are known as the friendliest sign. They often have, have a lot of friends, and they still, however, enjoy their alone time. They are very compassionate and tolerant of others and can sometimes be overly trusting and fearful. They are also, again, because they're water sign ruled by emotions, but they, this sign actually tends to be good at managing them. They're much better at that than some of the other water signs. Pisces are so intuitive as well, extremely intuitive. Like every Pisces I've ever met, they they definitely have some strong intuitive ability. And a lot of the Pisces I met are artists of some sort. Yeah, musical. Again, from Neptune, their music and artistic abilities coming from there for sure. So some of the Pisces celebrities include Liza Minnelli, Rihanna, and Steve Jobs. So that is the end of the Zodiac list. We hope this is really informative. Yeah, I hope you saw yourself. <laughs> a these lot signs. of information here. If you know, if you're able to determine, you probably know your sun sign, but if you're able to determine your moon and ascendant rising sign, uh, hopefully you can see yourself in some of these. One great thing about the Zodiac too is it helps you to understand others. Probably know what your partner's sign is. Maybe find out what their other major signs are and it can actually help you with your relationship. Absolutely. Well, thanks for joining us, guys. We really love talking about the Zodiac and astrology. And this is just the first of many <laughs> future yes. episodes with similar subjects. We already have a whole bunch of ideas for other things. So stay tuned. Yeah. If you have an idea for a future show or the Zodiac show, let us know. Spiritualbasicspodcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Or you can always visit our website, spiritualbasicspodcast.com. And uh, again, thank you for joining us. And we look forward to seeing you next time. Bye. Bye.